Ah, I'm so glad you're here. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Lord Bloodraw. I host horror and science fiction films on my TV series, Lord Bloodraw's Nerve Rack and Theater, but here, in this cool, intimate darkness, I'll be presenting tales of horror and the uncanny solely for you, alone. In this auditorium within your mind, you will coalesce the settings and the players from the ether of your imagination. Your terror will be your own creation. This is the sorcery of sound, the subtle magic of old-time radio. Horror. Horror. Please leave your eyes at the door. You will not need them. This is Lord Bloodraw's nerve-wracking auditorium. There are moments in history when madness reigns. The motivations can be a struggle for freedom from real or imagined oppression, a hunger for power, the acquisition of new lands, new resources, thousands of causes that can inspire heinous acts of inhumanity. Here is an historic tale of an age of madness. From the witch's tale comes the story, The Physician of the Dead. The city of Louis Duplessis, 
which concludes the list of the forces which today execute for prison against the Republic of France. Forty-six names the crier called, Rene. Yesterday, it was seventy-nine. If tomorrow, there may be two hundred. <laughs> Last week, I'm told, an eight-year-old boy fell into the trench they've had to dig round the guillotine and was drowned in the blood that had drained into it. Long live liberty! Yes, I heard about the boy. It's well we were born as a common people, Rene. Yes. Let us find the water servants, Dick Kenyon. This crowd wait here until they see the red purses from the guillotine pass by. We see enough of corpses, more than enough. One of the newspapers has gone so far as to christen you the physician of the dead. I was not thinking of the work I do with your help at the cemetery. In our laboratory there, we study death to benefit the living. When all this madness is over, by the evidence of our research among those poor remains that are daily delivered to us by the executioners, I hope to convince the world that capital punishment should be abolished. And you will convince it. Because the guillotine works swiftly, laymen think it's humane. But by its very speed in separating head from body, it must allow intelligence to... We can't prove that yet. But I am positive that in time, the brain lives on to suffer. But a form of awful consciousness lingers beyond what should be death. If we are only permitted the time to prove that, we shall not be disturbed in our work while Vincent remains in power. No, for he loves you like a brother, despite your conservative opinion. Really? Do you think there's any truth in the rumors that Robespierre is trying to supplant him? Danton is a giant, while Robespierre is a worm. The reins of government will remain in the hands of the giant. Oh, the beastly mob never stopped that constant cry. Careful, Careful. If you were overheard, even Danton couldn't save you, I know. I speak treason. But now I pity the poor devil for whom that cry is meant. I don't. In their present weakness, they're paying for their past abuse of power. There can't be many of the nobility left in Paris now. Hidden rats must die of hunger. To venture on the streets without the citizen's pass means certain arrest. And that means... Yes, it means death. Oh, I pity them. The women among them, anyway. That's the first time I've ever heard you express any emotion for the sex. Aside from my landlady, there isn't a female in Paris who I know by name. And I'm quite satisfied with that condition. Let me go! Oh, let me go! Camille, the police have arrested someone. A girl. They're bringing her this way. Oh, I swear I have only lost my heart. Oh, I swear I have. The 
see you. Oh, it's a shame. I don't want to see them drag her off. Wait, wait. I see someone who will identify me. Someone who will tell you that I've only lost my part. But, Dion, listen. Tell these people that you know me. Ready? She's looking at you. But, Dion, this is an Albert. For God's sake, tell them that you know me. Oh, Citizen Albert. Albert. Now on, we know you. Your smooth white hands tell what you are. I know her well. You never saw her before. Silence. You can identify this woman, sir. She's a friend of mine, a very old friend. Aren't you, Solange? Yes, yes. We are very old friends, Monsieur Albert. You see, citizens, that I've told you the simple truth. Monsieur Albert here will tell you that I'm merely the daughter of Madame Monsieur de Londres. And as good a patriot as any of you. It is just as you say, my dear Solange. You did not tell us before that your name was Solange. You never asked me for my given name. But that is it. Solange Led Now. Isn't it Solange Led Your Monsieur? Yes, yes, yes. Solange Led My mother is a laundress, isn't she? Yes, your mother is a laundress. And we live on the Rue de Moulin. Rene, as you love your life. On the Rue de Moulin. You see, citizen, everything is as I told you. No, please let me go. Well, since this citizen identified yes. you, why does the daughter of a laundress have that white hand? Why does she say monsieur like the Aristotle instead of citizen? Yes, it's fine. No, no. I identify this girl, I tell you. And who will identify you? Oh, he looks like an aristocrat. Yes, make him turn his back. Make him do a side roll. No. I'll identify him. And who will back? I have a friend in Paris who will identify us all. A friend who himself needs no identification. Since you insist we go with you, take us to the home of Danton. Danton? You're a friend of Danton? Take us before him and learn for yourself. Don't Mademoiselle, Citizen Solange. I like the name you have already given me so much. 
But I shall not tell you any other until you take me home. Where is your home? Not from a rue de Morin, of course. Oh, but it is. And in the house of Madame Le Dion, the laundress. But I am not her daughter. She was my servant. You have risked your life to save mine, Monsieur Albert. It is worth my life to have met you, Mademoiselle Soulange. It was nice of your friend to remember an appointment so that you could bring me to my door alone. Now that we are here... Perhaps you will tell me why you called on me, an utter stranger, in your time of need. Because I... Because your eyes were kind. Your face was not inflamed with hate. I am of the people who hate. Of the people who have gone mad with liberty. You are of them, perhaps, but not like them. And you? You are not like the aristocrats whom I have known. What is your name? You said you would tell me here. I was going to a Charlotte de Croisel. I do not like that name as well as Savant. And I do not like Dr. René Ledreux as well as I do Albert. Then it shall always be Savant and Albert. Did I say that we would meet again? Oh, but we must. You will need my help. Perhaps we shall meet. But not for any help that you might give. No. No, we'll never meet again. The Comtesse Charlotte Croisel is a dangerous person for you to know. Goodbye. Oh, please wait. I only know Solange. You must forget Solange. Please release my hand, Monsieur Albert. I must go in. My father will be worried. You did not tell me your father was in hiding here. I tell you now to show you how much I trust you. For his life to me is more precious than my own. He cannot escape from Paris any more than I can. You could both escape from Paris if you had a path to take you beyond the city gates. I can secure you passes. Thank you. One who is a friend of Danton must possess great influence, I know. But even he could not save you if it was suspected you had aided such as I. Sooner or later, your arrest is inevitable. And investigations can have but a single ending. I know. But my father and I will take our chance. You did not think of the danger I might run tonight when you asked my help? No. I did not know you then. Solange. Tomorrow... I shall have a pass for both your father and yourself. My daughter and I can never thank you, Monsieur le Docteur Ledoux. Your passport is for Pierre Fouchier, a tailor. And he would never say, Monsieur. You must remember, Father. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Citizen. Citizen. I must seem a good Republican. I'm sorry I could not secure you and your daughter passports for the same destination. But I was compelled to accept whatever I could get. You, Monsieur le Comte. We'll leave France by way of Toulon. You, mademoiselle, will take the ship of the heart. You will be reunited in England in a month. But, monsieur, if it should be discovered that you secure those passports for us... As long as Danton rules, I have nothing to fear. Monsieur, 
You must be stopping. Yes. We must go, Father. I think to leave you, my child. But you will join me soon in London. Mademoiselle will leave here within the hour. It would be dangerous for you to leave the house together. Yes, yes, I know. Goodbye, my child. Goodbye, Father. Goodbye, Dr. Little. And thank you. Thank you. What I have done has been a privilege and a happiness. Let me open the door, Father. You must waste no more time. Listen to those dogs out there. They are dogs who will bite if you do not take care, even though you have a passport. Remember to say, Citizen, and as Pierre Boucher, the tailor, do not wash too often. I will be Au revoir, and God bless you both. He's gone. Albert, open the window. Let me see him as long as I can. You are not losing him for long. There he goes. No one molests him. No one tries to stop him. Elbert, you have saved his life. In the hour, you too will be leaving Paris. No, I'm not leaving. Solange, you are tearing up your passport. Stop. For my father's life, you have forfeited your head. While you remain in France, I stay here too. You can't but foolish gratitude. It isn't only gratitude. Solange, you... you mean... I love you, Elder. Oh, my dear. I never dared to dream, to hope. Oh, my darling. Take me in your arms. My sweet Solange. My sweet Solange. such a bridegroom. Darling, during the ten short weeks of our marriage, you've done nothing but attempt to send me away from you. <laughs> Are you so terribly anxious to lose me? If I should lose you, darling, I couldn't go on living. And I'm so afraid, Solange. So terribly afraid. But there's nothing to be afraid of. For nothing can ever part us, dear. Somehow, I feel that not even death could separate us very long. From disillusion itself, my love would come to you, and yours to me. Yes. From dissolution itself, little wife. Take your arms from around my waist. I'm not your wife at all. You wedded a frivolous young person named Solange Lesnar to marry. A young person whom I've heard doesn't even look sick. <laughs> You've been misinformed. <laughs> it's a haughty contest named Chavot de Crozel who doesn't exist. <laughs> As a good Republican... I would never have married her anyway. <laughs> Do you know why I called you 
along when we first met. Of course. You had to think with me. And it was the first dream that popped into your head. Oh, no, no. When I saw your lovely face, I thought it all out in the hundredth of a moment. I said to myself, there is a radiant angel come to earth. Sauvage. <laughs> it was clever of me, wasn't it? Oh, clever. In the hundredth of a moment. <laughs> You still think you are radiant angel after these ten long weeks of marriage? I think you are everything that's good and beautiful. To me, you are the sunrise, the flowers and green woods, the song of the birds, and the springtime. And you do a god and heaven. Oh, my dear one. What was that? It's uh, uh, Monsieur Lamartine's dog upstairs. I've never heard him howl like that before. He's, he's alone now. Now, Martin often leaves him alone. You're so busy with your scientific work at the cemetery that you don't hear much that happens out there. The dog knows that Monsieur Le Martin will never come home again. What do you mean? At one o'clock this afternoon, he was arrested. He was tried and condemned at all and executed at four. Le Martin, our neighbor... That settles it. You must join your father in London at once. Will you come with me? I am in no danger here, and I cannot leave my work. The Martin thought he was in no danger. And is your work more important than your life? Yes, because it may save many lives. It may waken the consciousness of men. Soon I may be able to demonstrate that in a so-called Christian world, capital punishment can have no place. To prove that after death from the guillotine blade... For a time, the brain lives. For a time, the brain still lives? Oh, don't talk about it. There. It's too horrible. Oh, I'm sorry, darling. I fear my theories are becoming rather obsession with me. I am truly becoming what the newspapers call me, physician of the dead. But you must join your father without any more delay. Good heavens, I forgot. A letter from him arrived today addressed to my laboratory as usual. Give it to me, Albert. What did Father say? I didn't open it. I was busy when it came, and I just stuffed it into my pocket. Oh, here it is. Wait. What's the matter? This letter has been tampered with. You mean someone has opened it? Look. The seal has been cut off with a knife and carefully glued back into place. Someone has read this letter. Father is always very careful. There'll be nothing written here to do with any harm. That makes no difference. The fact that it was opened proves that we are under suspicion. Solange, you must leave Paris tonight. Only if you go with me. Very well. We leave together. Can you secure a passport? I'll go to downtown at once. As long as he rules Paris, I can have whatever I request. Down with Danton! Long live Robespierre! What are they shouting? Open that window. They cry, death to Danton. What has happened? What's the news down there? Danton has been arrested. Danton has been arrested by only, by only friends. Oh,
pacing the floor, Reddy. And try to pull yourself together. Danton's in prison, to be sure, but the man's a lion. Even that top Robespierre can't keep him from having his day in court. Oh, I know, I know, I know. But in the meantime, Solange is in deadly danger. In Danton, they her only safety. You've tried every other avenue to secure passport? Yes, my attempts were useless. I'm known as Danton's friend. And Robespierre now holds the reins of power. Still, all your worry may be in vain. Her father's better may never have been opened at all. And anyway, you say there was nothing in it to arouse suspicion. No. He wrote most godly as always. Oh, perhaps I am making a mountain out of an antheap. But can you? If anything should happen to Solange, I... I know, Rene. I know. But nothing will happen to her. Oh, I shouldn't have left her to come here to the cemetery. I shouldn't have left her for an instant. On the contrary. The only wise thing was to come to your work as usual and leave her at home. If you are under suspicion, to show the slightest fear would condemn you utterly. It's almost six hours since I left her. Can't I go home now? No. You must not leave here before your usual time. Uh, there comes the death wagon. Our daily supply of materials approaching. I can't bear to look at it. To even think of it today. You're a physician, Rene, a scientist. Take hold of yourself. You must not let the driver see you looking upset. Fine. I'll be all right. Ninety-three heads fell today. 
Oh, forget the horror. And think what we do. Perhaps, through such a large number of specimens, we shall find the proof we seek. But hurry. The consciousness we think the severed brain retains can't last long. I'll prepare the instruments. You select the specimens. Oh, I cannot put my hand into that sack tonight. Science should come before everything, Rene. Now, you're my master. You know best what to choose. I... Oh, all right. If we are to work at all, it must be done at once. Oh. Oh, how awful they are. Touch. Here was an old woman. Here was a child. Stop it. They are merely specimens. Yes. Yes, merely specimens. Oh! Are they? In that sack. Something moved. I felt warm lips upon my hand. It may be the consciousness. The proof we seek to Camille. It felt almost like a kiss. Elvin. What's that? Elvin. Solange. She's calling me. She must be outside. I'm coming, dear. Solange. Solange, where are you? She's not out here. Elvin. Solange, where are you calling from? Here. Elvin. Renee. The voice comes from that sack. The sack? No. No, no. Yes. Oh. Oh, God help me. I must sleep. Oh. Oh. Even in death, I love In a grisly age of madness, one man tried to shed some light on the horrors of the time and found that the darkness of the day wouldn't yield easily. Thank you for joining me in the Nerve Racken Auditorium, and I hope you'll come again. But now it's time for you to rejoin the, uh, real world. I am Lord Bloodraw, and I'll be waiting here for you in the shadows of your mind until the next time you seek the darkness. Good night. <laughs>